This is a CJSR podcast. Volunteer powered. Listener supported. Campus and community. Radio. Podcast. Podcast. Radio. Radio and and podcast. Hi, my name is Savetha Cartwright, and you're listening to That's Food. That's Food is a podcast from CJSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station. Handmade with love by University of Alberta students and community members, telling the backstory to food in Edmonton, one meal at a time. In this episode, I'm exploring the world of macarons. They are a popular dessert among the sweet tooth and notorious for being challenging to make just right. So, what is a macaron? It is an almond cookie sandwich, and not to be confused with macaroons. Macarons are made with egg whites, sugar, and almond flour. The sugar and egg whites are first whipped together to create a meringue, and then almond flour is gently folded in until a thick batter is achieved. This batter is then piped onto a baking sheet and baked until dry. To complete the macaron, a filling is piped onto an almond cookie and sandwiched by another. The individual cookies are also referred to as macaron shells, and the whole assembly together is a macaron. A macaroon, by contrast, is made with desiccated coconut, and it's shaped as a mound. And great news for people on a gluten-free diet, both macarons and macaroons are naturally gluten-free. A short history of macarons. Some believe the macarons come from Italy and were imported in France in the 1500s thanks to the marriage of Catherine of Medici with the King of France, Henry II. The shape of this first macaron was different from what we have today. It was not a double shell glued together by cream, but a single shell with cracks on top a bit like the Italian amaretti. The macaron we know today is called the Parisian macaron and is filled with a center made with buttercream jam or chocolate ganache. It was created during the 19th century. The current day versions of macarons were made famous in the early 20th century by La Durée of Paris, a manufacturer and retailer of high-end pastries. The executive chef at the time created new collections of colors and flavors each season, effectively turning these cookies into a hot couture dessert. North America saw a rise in popularity of these cookies in the 2010s bringing forth another evolution that has gifted us with flavor combinations such as pumpkin spice and peanut butter and jelly. Switzerland, Japan, and South Korea also have prominent local variations of the macarons now. So how is the macaron seen in Edmonton? To explore Edmonton's offering, I recruited a friend who has no background knowledge in macarons. Without further ado, let's get into it. I am here with Catherine McDonald, and we will be rating the macarons that we got from three different bake shops around Edmonton. Catherine, would you like to take a moment and introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. Hi, I'm Catherine, like Sveta mentioned. Um, I'm a very new macaron eater. I would say I've have had one in my entire life, so I'm, very, I'm looking forward to, uh, to diving in. How should we assess these macarons against each other? Visual appeal, obviously 
flavor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're supposed to taste like, so I don't know how to like rate them. I just do they look good? Do they taste good? Okay, that's a great start. To me, a good macaron should have good feet. So the feet should not be spread out, rather vertical. A good macaron shell should not have cracks on it, should have a little bit of a shine. And of course, the flavor should be pronounced. And finally, this is very challenging to attain, but they should not be too sweet, even though one of the three ingredients is sugar. What will this scale be? Should we go how much of a hamburger it looks like? I feel like to me, they look like hamburgers. I don't know if that's what they're supposed to look like, but you know, you have the top layer and then the middle filling and then the bottom. So to me, it should be how burger is it? I love it. We'll go with how burger it is. We were able to secure a pistachio flavored macaron from the three shops that we went to. Eleanor and Laurent, Macarons and Goodies French Bakery and Duchess. So we'll be trying the pistachio macaron head to head, starting with Eleanor and Laurent. So Catherine, take a bite of the Eleanor and Laurent and tell me what you think. Okay, here we go. It's very crunchy when you first bite in and then chewy in the middle. It's not too sweet, but a pretty good flavor. They're really good. Okay, let me take a bite. Indeed, not too sweet at all. Crunchy on the outside. So there's a hollow in the shell. That's why the shell is falling apart. But the chewiness is there. And the flavor is quite nice too. Would you say you could taste the pistachio if you didn't know it was pistachio? I don't think I would know it was pistachio. It's, it's almost, I don't really know what the flavor is, but it's, it's almost just like a subtle sweetness. Like maybe nutty, a little bit nutty, but I don't know that I would know it was pistachio. I'd have to agree with that. It's delicious, but I don't taste pistachio per se. Okay, let's move on to the next one. This is macarons and goodies. The appearance of this macaron, it has a bumpy uh, exterior surface, but I do like that this sprinkled bits of pistachio to let you know it's pistachio. Definitely more pistachio flavor, not as crunchy, and the center is more, it almost tastes more like, like a whipped cream. The filling almost tastes like, you know that cake filling you get at from like a grocery store cake? Like the frosting, how it's like almost waxy? That's kind of what the filling is like. But more pistachio flavor and still not too sweet, but definitely sweeter than the first one. And the whatever, the, the hollow part, there's no hollow part, so that was better. It's more an enjoyable biting experience. <laughs> I like that. It seems like it's been sitting out for a bit too long because the shell has hardened. I agree with like, well, as soon as you said it, it feels like it's been sitting out. It does. It feels almost a little, a tiny bit stale. It's still good, but it just tastes a tiny bit stale. And the more I eat this one, the less I like it. It, it tastes more artificial. And the shell is sticking to my teeth, which is severely unpleasant. Yeah, I was just thinking that I took a bite and it's, it's quite 
gummy. Last but not least, maybe you want to describe its physical appearance. Okay, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure what you mean by feet, but I'm assuming it's the top and bottom part. The feet is the crinkly bits, right where it's sandwiching. And a perfect macaron would have kind of feet like this. Uniform all around and kind of crinkly. Okay, well, the feet are pronounced. They're not perfect, but you can tell um, where they are. It's uh, a nice, almost like a minty green color, and there are sprinkles of pistachio. It looks very good. Um, a little bit shiny, not cracked at all. It's um, the little, the cream part in the middle is not too thick, so let's, let's try. Very good. It's not too sweet. It definitely has pistachio flavor. Not as crunchy as the first one, but it's like, it feels very, very fresh. Almost like marshmallowy texture, but better. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good description because marshmallow is a meringue with gelatin in it. And macarons is a meringue with almond flour in it. Let me take a bite. Nice pistachio flavor. The shell is not very crunchy and it doesn't crumble all over you. The outside shell actually sticks to the inside chewy bit when you take a bite. Exactly how it should be. And it's nice and chewy on the inside, but not stale or gummy. I agree. The freshest. Yeah, that's, uh, it's like a perfect little bite. Perfect amount of crispiness and, and gooiness. The Duchess one is the most delicate. It has a, the easiest bite. It's almost though that the, the filling has almost been absorbed by the the shell, which which is what I liked about the Eleanor one is that the filling was, it was quite separate. So it was almost like a sandwich cookie. Um, so I wish that on the Duchess one, it, that didn't happen. Interestingly enough, in my research for macarons, it turns out that macaron shells are supposed to be quite dry. And then... When you put the filling in there, you're supposed to let the cookies mature so that the shells absorb back some of that moisture so it becomes one cohesive product. Well, I would say the Duchess definitely did that. and Because um, you can still see the, the filling and it's definitely still there. But when you're eating it, it's more the more like the more bites you take, it's almost like it mushes into the cookie more, which makes it very soft. Um, that's, yeah, I didn't know that. There you go. There's my novice macaron experience coming out. It's nice to have a novice try out things because you shouldn't need to be a specialist in food or educated in food to enjoy food. So it's nice to hear people's take on food if they don't have any background in it. And it's really cool to hear that your preference without having any background in it is Eleanor and Lauren, where you can have the filling and the cookies separate so that you can enjoy both of them together or separately. So who is the winner for you? Oh, Duchess, for sure. I liked the really crunchy bit of the, the first one. And the flavor was good, but it didn't taste like pistachio. The Duchess one is pistachio flavored. It's just delicious. I agree. The first one was Eleanor and Laurent. Delicious. Also the biggest in size. Hollow Shell is, I think, the biggest critique for this one. And good flavor overall. The second one was macarons and goodies. This one was my least favorite, primarily because it felt pretty stale. And the last one is best. 
Yeah, completely agree. It's it's delicious. I wish if the first one had have been, maybe if they were, I mean, I don't know how you why that hollowness happens, but if there wasn't that hollowness, because it kind of makes it a little messy to eat, and the filling when you eat the filling on its own is very pistachio flavored, but when you eat it as part of the whole macaron, you can't taste it as much. If I could take the filling from the Eleanor one and put it in the Duchess. Um, outside, that would be, I think, the, the best if we could somehow morph them together. So on a one to hamburger, how hamburger are these macarons? Let's start with Eleanor and Laurent. I think they're the most hamburger because they're, they're bigger and there's a good amount of filling, so it's quite separated. And the legs, new term I've learned, um, feet. Oh, okay, well, obviously I didn't learn it very well. The feet... They're not like as big as the Duchess one, but I think they're the most, they're the prettiest to me. I agree. Eleanor and Laurent are the prettiest. The filling is thick enough that you can see the, the separation of the shells and it's not spread out all the way to the edges. So it has a nice hamburger look to it. The Duchess one, some of them are, the filling isn't thick enough. So the two shells are practically sitting on top of each other, which doesn't make for the best uh, visual experience. And lastly, macarons and goodies, the feet have spread out, which is a challenge. And the filling is uneven, inconsistent. Yeah, I have to agree. They do, they still look lovely, like they're so dainty. Um, But when you compare them to the other two, the Duchess and the uh, Eleanor ones, they're just, they're not quite as nice. But there is a lot of filling in them, which is good because filling is the delicious part. (laughs) So really, it's pick your adventure. If you like a lot of filling, go with macarons and goodies. But if you like, um, if you like a bigger macaron, go to Eleanor and Laurent. Two dollars per macaron at Eleanor and Laurent. Two dollars five cents at macarons and goodies, and two dollars twenty-five cents at Duchess. Duchess is the smallest macaron. Macarons and goodies is in the middle size-wise, and Eleanor and Laurent is the biggest. So actually, value per dollar is best for Eleanor and Laurent. I wanted to take a moment here to talk about the hollowness. This is perhaps one of the many reasons why these little cookies are so expensive. Having tried making macarons myself, I have had similar challenges. A Google search tells me that the answer is not that straightforward. One site lists seven different possible reasons for hollowness. Some of the reasons being undermixed batter, but also overmixed batter. The piping technique could be the culprit, but also being off on the resting time can cause hollowness. If the oven temperature is too high or too low, or if the cookies weren't baked long enough, all of these could cause hollow shells. For the second round, we were not able to get another flavor that all three stores had. So we just got any flavor and we're just going to eat them and discuss, again, overall quality of the macaron. And again, if the flavor is pronounced enough, because what is the point of eating a macaron if you can't really taste what it's supposed to taste like? Agreed. Okay, this is from Eleanor. It looks very burger. Um, Nice. It's a white color, sort of like a brown um, center. And then it looks like brown sugar, maybe, on the top. It's very good. There's not, like, a tiny bit of the the little hollow part, but, like, barely any. Um, Very crunchy and chewy. 
It's very, very good. Very good. And texture, it seems like it is a better made cookie. It's not crumbling all over you. Yeah, definitely. It's um, similar texture to the um, first Duchess one where it's like very moist and almost, I don't know what the, yeah, I guess like moist and like chewy, but in a good way in the middle. A surprise filling? There's a surprise filling in there. Oh, I like that filling. That was a, I did not expect a, I didn't know they could have fillings like that, like a surprise filling. Very good. I love it. I really do like this one. That was Eleanor and Laurent. What is your overall rating of this macaron? I really liked this one. It wasn't too sweet, but it was a little bit sweeter than the pistachio one, which you would expect with the snickerdoodle. But it's not like insanely sweet. It's crunchy, but not too crunchy. Stayed together well. I really this was my favorite one so far. Moving on to the next one, we'll do we'll do macarons and goodies as well. And we got a rose macaron. Very pronounced rose flavor, but again, I think it's essence. The filling gives me a strange, strange feeling. It's not bad. It's not good. The shell is not as stale and, and it's not sticking to my teeth like the pistachio one. There's a lot of filling. It's okay. It smells very perfumey. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this one. It tastes like... <laughs> the texture is good. Like, it is better. It definitely doesn't taste stale, but... I don't know if it's... I just don't like rose-flavored stuff, but it tastes like perfume. Like, it's very, very... Yeah, I think perfume is the only way to describe it. Like all I can, it feels like I, <laughs> it feels like I sprayed perfume into my mouth. That's what I'm tasting right now. But, but the, the texture of it was good. I liked it. It was like soft and a little bit of crunchy, but I don't love the flavor. Okay. Very strong reaction. <laughs> the perfuminess actually does linger at the tip of my tongue, which I'm not a fan of. I've had rose things before and I love rose, but it hasn't lingered at the tip of my tongue. Moving on to the next one, we have Tonka Bean from Duchess. This is, I mean, it's Duchess quality. Let's dig in. It's as close to perfect as it can be. Wow, that's a, quite the review. It's really good. It's like... After you described how it's supposed to be, that's what it is. It's like crunchy cookie. The filling has absorbed a little bit, but it's still there. You can still taste it on its own. The flavor's like, it's not too sweet. It is the person at the shop described it almost like vanilla. And it is. It's like almost like a nuttier vanilla. It's very delicious. And a very nice pronounced flavor. I think most people don't know it's tonka bean, but when you taste it, you get this flavor explosion in your mouth which is fantastic yeah this one's very good what is tonka bean tonka bean is a flat wrinkled legume from south america the taste is linked strongly to its scents one article says that the tonka bean has aromas of vanilla cherry almond and something spicy like cinnamon while another claims that tonka beans have notes of freshly cut grass mingled with vanilla licorice, caramel and clove, 
topped off with a suggestion of warmth and a hint of magnolia. Interestingly enough, these beans are banned in the U.S. This is because they contain unusually high levels of the chemical coumarin, which is toxic when consumed in high quantities. This compound is the same chemical that is responsible for the fruity sweet scent. And then we also got another one from Eleanor and Laurent, which is a chocolate mandarin. So the shell is quite crunchy and there is quite a bit of hollow, but the flavors are very good. Okay, citrus and chocolate is like my favorite mix of flavors, so I'm very I'm looking forward to this one. It was also adorable, and they had a little green leaf on the side. It's very good. It's it's probably the like softest in the middle of any, but I wonder if that's because the filling is almost like the creamiest. Um, very chocolatey, and then like a little bit of um, mandarin at the end. It's it's very good. I, yeah, it's so like crumbly. Which I like the crunchy bits, but it's, it doesn't seem, it doesn't stay together as well as the Duchess one, but I really like the flavor. Which place has the best macarons overall? Honestly, I think, I thought when we started that it was going to be Duchess because everybody is just obsessed with Duchess. And they were, I think, like probably on like technical the best, but I liked the Eleanor ones the best. Their flavors were so good. And I liked that they were a little bit crunchier. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Eleanor and Laurent. I agree with Catherine's review as well. Duchess is technically the best. It, they have the macarons down on the technicality, but Eleanor and Laurent, or Laurent, I'm not sure which one it is. Please let me know, audience, has the, the strongest flavors. Also, $2 a macaron, which is much larger than Duchess, where Duchess is $2.25. And for students, it's only a seven-minute walk from campus. I really liked the, the store itself and like their little packaging, and they had lots of different items, and I liked it. I'm going with them. The winner of this segment is Eleanor and Laurent. And there you have it. Duchess is still excellent, but Eleanor and Laurent offers up some excellent macarons also. Do you want us to explore something else? Let us know. We would love to unearth the best Edmonton has to offer. For That's Food, I'm Savetha Cartwright. Today's episode was produced by me, with the help from the That's Food team. Thank you to Catherine for being the taste tester. Our music is by Doug Hoyer, and you can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and on our website, thatsfood.transistor.fm. You can contact us at thatsfood at cjsr.com. We are That's Food CJSR on Facebook and Instagram. That's Food is produced at CJSR in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. But is it food? That's good!